things are interesting right now. It, it reminds me of that Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. By the way, I looked that up and it's only rumored to be a Chinese curse. It's actually up for debate where that phrase actually comes from. It just seems like seems like all things these days, you know, origin stories are really difficult to verify. Usually when I plan a podcast episode for you, I plan it from the highest possible vibe I can muster. I pray, I meditate, I call forth my highest self, I create from a mental state of what I like to call Xanadu. I believe it's where all the juice is, all of the real inspiration. And if I'm honest, I think I'm attached to a self-concept that is dependent on being positive all the time. Like there's some part of me that believes a good teacher or coach needs to be positive all the time. But the truth is, guys, life is weird right now. Some days I wake up and I'm so inspired and full of ideas and ambition, I can't get out of bed fast enough. Other days, I find the weight of this human experience almost unbearable. What's going to happen? What's going to become of any of us, of our kids, of this world? The uncertainty is, is really nothing new. People are born and people die every single day. Jobs are created. Jobs are lost. It's just that the probability and volume and numbers have tipped into a whole other scale. And it makes me feel scared, all of this. There are days that I just wake up feeling scared and I actively pine for the days when I predicted what would happen. And I was mostly right. We knew what to expect from life and mostly we were right. But right now we can't predict anything. It's all a question mark. It seems like a battle every day just to beat back my darkness and uncertainty and to come out swinging, keep moving forward, keep bringing the light But even this feels like a kind of immaturity, this need to beat back any kind of darkness. And sometimes I wonder if our ambition, our insatiable need to improve ourselves, listen to podcasts, read all the books, do all the cleanses, all the diets. I just wonder sometimes if it's all just a way of protecting ourselves from the actual experience of being human. It's like we build these elaborate sandcastles with drawbridges and moats and remodels and jet skis and vacations and handbags and cleanses and master's degrees and entanglements. And when the ocean comes to reclaim our creations, we get outraged. But wasn't the temporariness at the sandcastle exactly the point? Isn't the relentlessness and power of the ocean what made the sandcastles worth building in the first place? What if we committed to just surrendering to this season of human history instead of fighting it? What if we just like mourned the loss of the life we thought we were going to be living, like properly mourned the year we thought we were going to have and just accept that we never ever had any more than this moment to count on anyway. So much of us have lost so much and the losses aren't anywhere near being finished. Instead of resisting, what if we decided to stay as awake as possible? What if I paid super close attention to how this moment in life feels to me as a woman, as a mother, a wife, a business owner, a teacher in the year 2020, even if that means having my heart broken by it? Last summer, I took my girls to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk and they wanted to go on the Giant Dipper 
which is this really scary ride, at least for me. I hate roller coasters, but I love my daughters, so I always go on that damn ride with them, despite the fact that I hate it. And they love laughing at my terror. And I kind of notice that my terror makes them feel even braver and laugh harder, so it's totally worth it. But the last time we rode it together, when we got off, my daughter asked me, Mom, why do you keep your eyes closed the whole time? And I said, because I'm terrified and facing the drops will just be easier if I don't look. And she laughed and she said, Mom, you chose to get on this roller coaster. Either ride it or don't. Either ride it or don't. I think if I accept that this roller coaster is the ride I am on <laughs> and really looked, 2020 would scare the crap out of me. But as Eckhart Tolle says, you know, it's the experience you were meant to have because it's the experience you're having. And I think so much of my sadness and stress right now is because I'm fighting against the uncertainty. I'm outraged by the madness of this world. I'm furious about the injustice that my own privilege has kept me blind to for so long. I'm also super pissed off that I can't get on an airplane, really, that my daughter can't have a normal high school experience, that I can't get my fucking hair highlighted or my eyebrows shaped, that I can't seem to get time alone in my own house. But this week, you know, I'm going to experiment with just keeping my eyes open, inviting the stomach drop, feeling the total lack of control I have over anything, because that control was always an illusion anyway. I have no idea if this will make things better or worse, but it will feel more honest. I feel a kind of incongruity happening inside of my body. My conscious mind wants to just keep swimming, as Dory says, but my soul is saying, don't turn away. This is happening. Face it. Grieve it if you have to, but face it. Because in the final analysis, when I look back on my life, which could be five minutes from now or 50 years from now, I want to know that I tried to live in a state of congruity. I'm not interested in following the rules or being good, but I am interested in fidelity to what is real, what is true. And on days like this, that can mean shouting, this is fucked, but at least I'm here and I'll keep showing up until they tell me I can't. <laughs> As Lady Gaga would say, I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive. Rain on me. So friend, in case you need to hear this, maybe it's time we ride the roller coaster with our eyes wide open. I'll be there right beside you. Shine on you, crazy diamond. Hang in there. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>